test, test, test. No, it's literally because I can hear myself in one ear, but I can't in the other. It's fine. We'll work with it. Woo! Woo! That was sort of, I feel like, on beat a little. We gotta come up with like a little do, 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 do. I don't even know what I'm saying. Hello. Hello, 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 and welcome to Office Talks. I'm Karen. And I'm Summer. And today, I did not actually do the uh, the, the pre- typing out for the episode. No, so I'm you don't even have a to- piece of paper in front of you. I don't. No. It's weird. It's not even the tables are turning to the other tables. It's literally, I'm just here. Yeah, you're just here. Yeah. Like you're just existing. Okay, so today is my favorite day. Woo-hoo. It's Taylor Swift Day. It's the day that we dive deep yeah. into what is Taylor Swift. Basically. And yeah. who is yes. Taylor Swift. Okay. Um And mostly you... because I I wouldn't say I'm not a fan of hers, but I don't keep up with her to know all of this stuff. And right. summer the last few weeks has been like telling me all these things and it's like, man, she sounds very cool because I really like when artists do Easter eggs and when there's like little hints and different things. And so I told Summer, we're going to do an episode on it so I can be fully knowledgeable about an artist. Yes. <laughs> that again, I'm not not a fan, but I'm also not a fan, if that makes sense. Yeah. She's you... just there and I would respect her if I knew right. more about her, which I don't. And so after today, I'm going to respect her more. Yes. Just because as... you're going to know so much more. Exactly. So I okay. guess just dive right on in. Okay. I mean, so as of right now, she has released 13 studio albums. See, that's very respectable. Respectable. Like, craziness. And she's written, I want to say, a solid 93% of all of her wow. discography. Wow. Is that how you say it? Disco- dis- dis- discography? I think so. I don't I, know. I don't You're know. asking someone who can barely pronounce anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so starting... With her very first album, which was released in 06, I believe. Mm-hmm. It's either 06 or 09. I'm dyslexic, so I get the two mixed. Okay. Um, Is literally Taylor Swift. It's mm-hmm. We call it Taylor Swift debut. Those color schemes are blues, greens, mainly green, though. That's sort of because each album has a distinct color. We'll get deeper into this because each color has its own meaning in a sense where like in Easter eggs, especially with her re-recordings, which we'll also get into. Right. They'll like what she wears color wise, color schemes of certain Instagram posts hint to like she gets really, really, really in depth with these like Easter eggs, little hints that she puts in. So, did she start off as a country-ish singer? Yes, she okay. did. She started off in Nashville. Okay. Nashville, Tennessee. Good old Nashville. Okay. Fearless is her second album. Okay. And that's like a gold. Like very yellow, gold. Speak Now is purple. Okay. Red, obviously. Um, Reputation is black. Lover is pink. Folklore is gray. Evermore is like a mustard yellow. Is there brown. a meaning behind each color, or is it just that's? It's sort of just the theme that she put with the album when okay. it came out. I thought maybe you'd be like red because this reason, or like the red represents this no. part. Okay. 
I mean, you could go deeper into that. Um, oh, I forgot 1989, which is between Red and Reputation. Ooh. That's blue. Okay. That's the newest one that she's re-recording and releasing, which will make that her 14th studio album when it comes out in October. And then Folklore and Evermore were pandemics, like pandemic albums, where okay. she didn't really say anything about them. She didn't do like much promo about them, just dropped them. Those are more storytelling, like there are characters, there is a mm. plot, like it is it is a story in an album, essentially. That's kind of cool. It's so cool. I haven't fully gotten into folk more, folklore and evermore. Those um, are a tongue twister, that's yes, for they sure. Because <laughs> um, it's just, there's so much to comprehend there. There's ah. so much to get into and feel. Like it's very like a heavy those two are very like heavy albums and then she starts re-recording okay so she then released fearless taylor taylor's version which is her second studio album and then moves forward from there with red taylor's version which is her fourth studio album so she went fearless red and then she released Midnight's, was, which is completely new mm. this has no songs from previous albums on them and then she goes to speak now Taylor's version, which she announced on the Eras tour. And okay, that and the is, Eras tour was her last tour that she was just on? Uh yes. Well she just took a break. She's now doing her international date. Yeah. The one that she is currently on is the Eras tour. That goes until November. Okay. That's that's crazy. So my first question yes. is why did Taylor have to re record her albums? Because you were saying like Taylor's version. Yes. So, so give me give me the story as to why that was a thing. So she recorded six, her first six albums, which is Debut, Fearless, Speak Now, Red, 1989, and Reputation. She recorded all of those with Big Machine Records, mm -hmm. which that, like the main person there for her was Scooter Braun. That means that he is now in control of most of her work. Taylor did not like that. She did not like that she didn't own her own work. She was right. trying to own the masters to her own work. That didn't happen. They tried coming to an agreement where she could own her own masters, and they couldn't figure out a settlement. They couldn't do anything about it. So behind Taylor's back, Scooter Braun sold all of her masters oh. to somebody else without telling her, without asking her. Dang. Just sold them to somebody else. Wow. She cannot get her original masters back. So, Kelly Clarkson in, let me look, do, 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 it says 2019, she went on to Tumblr and was sort of complaining. Kelly Clarkson or no, Taylor No, 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 Swift? no, Taylor Swift, sorry. Okay. So, in response, Kelly Clarkson tweeted at her saying... Just a thought, you should go in and re-record all of the songs that you don't own the masters to on exactly how you did them, but put brand new art and some kind of incentive so fans will no longer buy the old versions. I'd buy all of the new versions just to prove a point. So she did. She went in and re-recorded all of her music and like all of like from her her first six albums. So all of the masters she didn't own, she's re-recorded. So my question is, how is that not a copyright strike? Because it's her own. It's her. Okay. Well, but just like if someone else owned it, I don't know. 
I just there's there's got to be some sort of legal loophole. Yeah, that's what I'm trying that. to figure out. Because I I don't know the legal loophole, but. In 2018, she negotiated to own the master rights to all the music she creates going forward. And so she is re-recording all her old songbooks with Republic Records, and she will own the copyright to all the new record recordings. Yeah. She, wa- she just wants to own her work. She puts her heart and soul into this. She writes the music. She sits down. There is a video clip of... Crap, I can't think of what song it is, but there's a part of the song, it's off reputation, where she sits in the studio. She writes her music and puts her heart and soul into the lyrics that she writes and the way things sound. Like there was, there's a video that she took and posted and it's flown around everywhere. I quote it so often. She is making the background vocals for a song off Reputation where she literally sits there and goes and like all of these crazy background vocals she does herself like this is what she really cares about doing. So she wants to own that. I don't blame her. I don't blame her either. So in... 2019, she went, uh, yeah, July of 2019, she went on Tumblr and said, guys, it's been announced recently that the American Music Awards will be honoring me with the Artist of the Decade Award at this year's ceremony. I've been planning to perform a melody of my hits throughout the decade on the show, but Scott Bruschetta and Scooter Braun have now said that I'm not allowed to perform any of my old songs on television because they claim that that would be recording my music before... I'm allowed to next year. Mm. So she had to wait before she could start re-recording. Okay, that makes sense. That answers my question about... Yeah, so I think... So I'm guessing they came to an agreement that she had to wait a certain amount of years. And then it was like, okay, now you can record. But Scooter and the other guy were like, she's not actually going to do it. So we're fine. Right. But she is so like determined to own her own stuff that she actually followed through with the agreement that they put in right yeah and so she added on a netflix documentary that she has a couple of netflix documentaries she has a couple on disney plus yes that they declined the use of her older music and performance footage for the project okay so she had to either wait or found a loophole around that um the only way they said that she could use that stuff is if she didn't re-record slash copycat her own music. So she just stopped talking to them, stopped talking about them, and I think she just let the clock run Ah, and then did it. She's in it for the long run. Oh, she is so in it for the long run. And she says all the time, and especially at the Eras concerts, that she re-recorded for herself specifically because she wants to own it. She didn't care how the fans reacted, but she is, like, so shocked at which, how far her fans have gone. Yeah. Where, like, it's crazy. I will not listen. Like, if there's a Taylor's version out there, I will not listen. I will not let anybody I'm with listen to the original version. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, I don't want to give that evil man money. What? No. Taylor's version all the way. So that is why she is re-recording 
all of her music. Gotcha. That makes sense. I respect it. I support it. Going into the Easter egg. Yes. This is my favorite part. I like, just so everyone knows, my favorite type of artists are the ones that put Easter eggs in. One of my Mm -hmm. favorite artists is NF, because when you watch his music videos, there's so much to it. My favorite thing. So if you really sell this whole Easter egg, I might just start listening to Taylor Swift just for the Easter eggs. Um, It's absolutely insane. Okay, so... Go. In an interview in 2019 with Entertainment Weekly for Lover, which is the first album that she did not record under Scooter Braun's management. Okay. So she said, I quote, I love to communicate through Easter eggs. I think that the best messages are the cryptic ones. You know, when you plan something that far in advance, you're kind of just flexing on the fact that you've planned it. That's what an Easter egg really does. You can go back to interviews she did during Lover. Mm -hmm. And there's one where she almost said the name Midnight's. Did not come out for years later. Oh. Years later, she's been planning all how of these she, albums. How did she almost say it? Or- because she was talking about, she was like, I'm so excited about this new album, Lover. And, oh, wow. and so it's like, like, if you, looking at it at that time period, she just stumbled. She just stumbled over her words. We had no idea. Not a clue. Looking back at it now, we're she like, how clever. did we not she, see this? She knew what she was doing. Yes. Oh she really gosh. did. She okay. really did. So, okay. Going back to Scooter Braun for two seconds. He also manages also, Demi. Also, his name is Scooter. Yeah. Gross. Who trigger warning. a man named Scooter? Nobody. Nobody. Never trust a man, period. Anyway. Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber, and Demi Lovato are sort of the big names that were still under management of Scooter Braun come last month. Oh. All within the last month, those three have dropped him. Hmm. Like, are not- Are they recording their stuff? Demi Lovato has been re-recording her stuff for, I want to say, three years now, Mm. but in a different way. Where she's re-recording her songs, but it's a rock version. Uh-huh. Ariana just re-recorded her album, Yours Truly, which was one of her first solo albums. Okay. And she did that, like, live. She, like, had, like, a band, like, come in live, and they recorded it live. Uh, it wasn't, like, in front of an audience. Right. But it was, like, a live performance. Okay. Justin, however, he he is still like a we haven't confirmed it, mm-hmm. but sources say they haven't talked in months kind okay. of thing. Right. Where it's like people are talking about it, but he isn't talking about it. Interesting. And it's like, this is what happens. This is karma. Yeah. This is karma. Artists want to own their own stuff. Exactly. There doesn't need and to be a middleman. There really doesn't. Okay. So. Back to Taylor. Back to Taylor. She, during her first couple of albums, in the CD cover, like in that like paper fold, the jacket, yeah, in the yeah. jacket, she would have certain words or certain letters capitalized. Ah. And if you put those together, it would say something. Ooh. In, I think that was in Fearless. What did it say? 
There were so many different things. So oh, for wait, Fearless. So, okay, hold on. Let me correct me if I'm wrong. So each CD, was each CD the same word or was there multiple words that could be created with the same CD? There were multiple words that could be created ah. with the same CD. There was more than one Easter egg in each jacket. Okay. But it was so, the same yep. Easter eggs for all of the different okay. jackets. Like for every single jacket that went out there, it was the same exact Easter, Easter eggs. eggs. But there were multiple but, yep. words in the Exactly. Jacket. Okay, got it. For example, in the lyric sheet for Fearless, she capitalized the letters that spelled out I cried while recording this in the lyrics of 15. Oh my god. So in the lyrics, like okay. that's in where the it is. Jacket. Yeah. yeah. The, the sometimes back. Yeah. Right. In on the Red album, she capitalized lyrics that said Ashley, Diana, Claire, and Selena, which is a reference to her at the time best friends, Ashley Avrong, Diana Argon, Claire Christinger, and Selena Gomez. I'm probably butchered all of those last names. Except for Selena Gomez. <laughs> yeah, except for Selena Gomez. But um, that was for, that was in the lyrics of 22. Oh, is it doing the thing? Yeah. Oh. Oh, okay, I got it. You I'm got gonna it. hold my hand just like this. Oh, it's you're gonna it's gonna be painful. Shh. We can switch at any point if you need to. Um let's see here. So she would do that and for nineteen eighty nine mm-hmm. she did the opposite, where everything was capitalized, but the lowercase letters uh, were the wow. ones that decoded something. So she always did that, but she stopped doing that with reputation okay reputation well taylor can't come to the phone right now why oh because she's she's dead so uh, she had a music video for look what you made me do which Mm -hmm. that song is inspired by trigger warning kanye west um Uh. when he went up on stage in the 2009 vmas Took the I microphone. Remember mm-hmm. that. Oh. Took the microphone out of her hand and said, "I'll respect you, Taylor, but Beyonce should have won." Yeah. Craziness. Something that breaks my heart about that experience is she's later on gone into interviews saying that when people were booing Kanye West for doing that, they thought Taylor thought they were booing her, and that they were agreeing with Kanye that Beyonce should have won. So in that moment, she felt like everybody in the world was against her. My favorite part is how much taller she is to Kanye. Kanye looked like a child. He did. He looked like a child. Um, I feel so also, bad for her because it was her moment and it had to be taken yeah. away by a man. No, literally, like it, and of him, of all men, like just like I just uh uh. But at that time, she was dating Taylor Lautner. So when the whole Taylor and Taylor, yes, Taylor and Taylor. And Taylor Lautner has actually grown up to become Uncle Taylor. It's a whole, there's a whole family tree around Taylor Swift. So, wow. Yep. And so, so this might be more than just part one. This might be just part one of many. Yes, of okay. many. So in Speak Now's discography, there's a song back to December. That song is like will forever hold this huge chunk of me 
that song is so gut-wrenching and like she's apologizing to Taylor Lautner. That's who the song is about is Taylor Lautner saying, if I could go back to December and do it all again, I would because you did not deserve to be treated the way I treated you. I am sorry. You literally gave me flowers and I left them there to die. Like, dang. Well, that's, that's one of the, yeah, that's, that's one of the lyrics. lyrics yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like that's one of the lyrics is you gave me roses and I let them like I left them there to die. Which me, which is a symbolization for he gave her his love. Yes. And, and she, she let the love die. Yeah, she mm, did. And so good. another one of the lyrics in that song is that September night, the first time you saw me cry. He was standing right behind her on that stage. He was Taylor Lautner was the one who presented Taylor Swift the award that Kanye st- like took away from her. Oh. So they were dating on stage in front of the entire world watching this happen. She cried to him that night the, for the first time with him. So it's like knowing that depth, knowing that the that that song mm-hmm. is written for him, it just makes me cry. It just makes me cry. Okay. So look what you made me do was a snap back to Kanye. Yes. Okay. I th- I think I know that. I knew that. Yes. Yeah. There is a snippet of like there's a shot in the music video of her wearing a like a silver diamond jewelry dress in a bathtub. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because that's what she was wearing when it happened. So there's a lot of Easter eggs in that, but the biggest one out of that music video mm-hmm. was when all of she dressed up as different versions of herself from each album era. Okay. In this music video, and they were all arguing. that was sort of the biggest hint to because reputation was the last album that was stolen from her so she had an idea at that time of what was going on right so i think that was sort of when the era's idea created was like formed okay was during the original reputation okay next um oh Going back to Kanye, he did release a song called Famous in which he has a lyric that says, I made that B word famous talking about Taylor. Wow. And that was a whole thing. Kim Kardashian got involved. Taylor and Kim had their own beef. It was chaos. Kanye did not let this girl breathe. It was it was terrible, 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 terrible. She released or she deleted all of her posts from Instagram shortly after that whole debacle hmm. and then released Reputation. Oh, wow. One of the biggest things that came out of Reputation, for me anyway, was all of the news audio clippets where she went into every single news station and found every single time they talked about her and she put that in. Oh, Wow. Where it's people on the news talking about her in some sort of negative toned way. And she was like, okay, let's do this. This is what you're saying about me. I'm going to start acting like it. Wow. Like it was very like snapback of yeah. Taylor. Um, she, after that, released Me with Brendan Urie. 
I do know that song. Yes. Brendan Urie. Yes, I love Brendan Urie. I don't, here's the thing, don't condone what he's been doing recently. I don't know what he's been doing, so. I don't know the depths of it. It's I've just seen that he's not been getting a lot of love, so I'm just mm. going to hop on that bandwagon so I don't get canceled. Okay. But, I don't support what he's been doing, even though I don't know what it is, but yeah. to keep us from getting canceled. Yes, but back in like, I write sins, not tragedies days, I was hardcore. Sure you were, Summer. Sure you were. I was. Okay, so in the me music video, hundreds of Easter eggs. Hundreds. She said that there are Easter eggs that people won't be able to figure out until decades later. Oh, my gosh. So she's, like, putting work into it. So the biggest one was that she had a temporary tattoo on her back, and it was a snake. But then it turned into butterflies, which reputation was the snake era. Uh-huh. Lover is her following album, which is butterflies. Oh, wow. So it gave that hint of like, we're moving out of this snake, bad girl, bounce back, clap back kind of vibe right. into like, la-di-da-di-da, pinks and purples and sunrises and rainbows and butterflies. Like... That transformation was happening. She also put the name of a song inside. Oh, yes. She put You Need to Calm Down and Lover in the Me Music video multiple times. Oh, wow. So it's like those are names of songs off the album. I do know one of those. Yeah. Yeah. So... That was how Swifty sort of predicted lovers. Because we're always paying attention because she said it before that she loves putting Easter eggs in. Right. Especially really hard ones. So we have to pay attention. Yeah. Okay. Next one. Let's see timeline wise where we're at. Have we even scratched the surface? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I guess we can go into the man music video. The man. Yes. The man. Okay. Song off of Lover, which essentially is just being like, life would be so much easier if I was a man. Like, you don't have to fight as hard. I wonder how fast I could do something if I was a man and I didn't have all of these blocks standing in front of me because I'm a woman sort of just representing how easy it is for a man to become successful, but how much work a woman has to put into holding that same amount of success Hmm. next to a man. In that video, there is a shot of a man taking a good old wee in a subway. Back, Back is like facing the camera. He's staring at the subway wall. And above his head, it says 13th Street Station. Taylor Swift's, like, all-time number is 13. Mm -hmm. Like, she makes that very known, that that is her, like, favorite number. So there's that on the—and it's—it's complicated, so I'm going to try to— Explain it for dumb Karen over here. Not explain it for dumb Karen. I'm trying to explain it so, like, visually. Oh, okay. So that you can, like, see— and. the listeners can also visually see the way that this scene is played okay. out. So he's standing in front of the wall. There's the subway or the 13th Street station right above him. 
And then to the left of him, it says there's a, another sign that says, if lost, please return to Taylor Swift. On the right of him, it's one of those signs that has like the red circle with a cross through it. Mm-hmm. Through that cross, it's, it's just like a, a picture, like an outline of a scooter. <laughs> says no scooter. Oh, not allowed. I was going to guess that the guy yes. peeing is supposed to be like Scooter or something. I I don't know who the man peeing is supposed to represent. I'm going to say it's Scooter. No, the other guy, Scott or whatever. His name oh, was. that could be the it case. Could, that could that, be Scott yes. and then the other, the yes. no Scooter. That is, could very well be the know. case. So in front of like sort of eyeline with this man. On the wall, it's spray-painted karma. And Mm. then karma is spray-painted again above his head. So there are two spray-painted karmas. One is orange, one is black. Oh, my gosh. On, And this is sort of where it gets a little complicated. Because around the man are more spray-painted words, but in the shape of a clock. So they go clockwise around this man standing here so the first one is fearless but fearless looks like it's been spray painted in a mirror so it's backwards Uh uh-huh and then it goes into and that's like the fearless is sort of at the one o'clock spot on the hand or on the clock Mm -hmm. and then it goes into red after that which is what she released after fearless when she re-recorded it went fearless red midnight's Speak now, 1989. So after Fearless, it goes Speak Now. After Speak Now, it goes to Reputation. And then at, I'm missing one. I'm missing one. I thought I wrote this down. Oh my gosh, technical difficulties. I thought I wrote this down. So... It essentially is saying when it's going to be released. So, yeah, it says karma is up at the top and uh-huh. then fearless, red, speak now. Over at like 8 o'clock, it says reputation and then sort of at like the what, 10 o'clock? It says 1989? Yeah, that'd be 10. Yeah. So... There is a lot going on in this picture. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on. So far, we have received Fearless Taylor's version, Red Taylor's version, Speak Now, 1989, and all she has left, and all that's left, and she's, so she was born in 1989. That's why her album is called 1989. Okay. So now... All she has to do is claim her name, which was her first album, Taylor Swift, and her reputation. That's all she has left to claim. Wow. There's a reason that she did it in the order that she did it so that now she can say all she has because she already claimed her year. She claimed the year that she was born. She took everything back that was before that. Mm -hmm. Now it's her name and her reputation. Huh. So she's getting taking back her name and she's taking back her reputation. Yes, she is. Ooh. Yes, she is. And yeah, before we go into Midnight's, let me just pause on the fact that with Eras Tour going on right now, she's announced Speak Now 
and release Speak Now while on tour. Oh, wow. She's a busy woman. Yep. She has announced 1989 and will release 1989 while on tour. When is it coming out? October 27th. Okay. So those are happening. She has been in the studio for Reputation. The reason I know that is because people who were featured on the original 1989 have been seen leaving her studio. Uh-huh. So there is like so Kendrick Lamar was on Bad Blood. Yes. He was seen leaving the studio a couple months ago. Mm. Ed Sheeran is on Oh, uh, he's on one of them. He raps on one of her songs. Oh. Yeah, it's interesting. Love Uncle Ed. He's also an uncle. It's complicated. <laughs> but he was seen leaving the studio. So it's like there are things happening right. that we don't fully know about yet, but it's all coming. It's yeah. happening. Yeah. So Midnight was huge. TikTok has become one of the biggest Easter eggs for Taylor Swift. Interesting. Yep. She will, because she has her liked videos on. Oh. So the videos that she likes on TikTok you can go view on her profile. Right. So she will Bold like... Of her. Cer- yes. Right? <laughs> I Never. No. Never. I don't even use TikTok, but I feel like if I did, I'd be like, private. No, literally. But there will be some videos sometimes where it'll be like, somebody's like, I think this is what's going to happen, and she'll like it. <gasps> and we'll be like, uh-oh. That means something. But what if she's putting you guys like down she a, could a be. rabbit hole she and could being be like oh i think that's funny and then it's like oh that's correct but then it's like you actually are all wrong and right I was, ma- I was seeing how i don't know like i would that's what i how would do. far we yeah. would go with it yeah but okay so here's another thing or <laughs> she doesn't know what she's doing and she's like whoa that's a good idea right? i do that no she has to know what she's no, doing no 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 that's because I, yeah because here this little fun factoid 1989 when she announced it it was the date was eight nine. Yeah. The date yeah. was eight nine when she announced her album nineteen eighty nine, which was exactly eight years, nine months, and thirteen days from when she originally released nineteen ninety nineteen eighty nine. Wow. So there were eight years, nine months, and thirteen days from when the original album got released to when she announced the re recording. She planned it down to the day eight years ago. Wow. That's crazy. So it's like she is putting in that work. We Taylor need to Swift, be... if you're listening, which you probably aren't, but like if you are, we would love to have you on the podcast right. so you could like tell you could tell us. Right. That yeah. would that would be so cool. I'm just saying. Like I would love to have like a book of all of the Easter eggs and what they mean. That'd be cool. It would take so much time. It would. It would take so much time. So Back to Midnight's. That was an album that was not re-recorded. That was sort of just a... She won an album, or she won a award, and during her acceptance speech, she said, meet me at midnight. Huh. So we said, okay. We waited up until midnight, and that's when she released Midnight's. Or, no, 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 no. It was... That was the first episode of... Midnight's Mayhem, which was a TikTok series that she did where she would have like a bingo roller 
and like a telephone, like a fake telephone thing. Yeah. And she would have like little bingo balls inside with a track number. Oh. And every, I think it was like every Friday, she would take every Friday one of those balls and announce a song. The, yeah, the title of a track list. Okay. And for some of them, the phone was upside down. We still don't know why the phone was upside down for some of those songs. Was it like a home phone or was it yeah. a cell phone? Lo- no, it was like a home phone. It was like a, what are they? A rotary phone? Yes, a rotary. I don't know how to say that word. Okay. Um, Shows your age. Yeah, it does. No, okay. I know what a rotary (laughs) phone is. It's just when I think of a word, I see it. Oh. So when she went on Instagram and sort of announced all of Midnight's, she said that this was a collection of music written in the middle of the night, a journey through terrors and sweet dreams. Hmm. So it's still, again, with... Like the storytelling plot that Folklore and Evermore were. Okay. But these are not fiction. Whereas Folklore and Evermore were fiction. Were that storytelling. So these were based on true yes. stuff. Yep. Okay. True stuff where she stayed up in the middle of the night thinking about th- things like this. Or this event that happened in her life. Okay. On the Eras tour, Taylor Swift released a music video for I Can See You, which is one of the vault tracks off of Speak Now. Mm -hmm. And in that music video, she is dressed up in her fearless era, the curls, the gold, and she is stuck in a vault. And this is the vault that Scooter Braun has put her into. Uh She's stuck. She can't get out. In this music video, Joey King, who was one of her good girlfriends, and Taylor Lautner break her out of this vault. Wow. Where she debuted this music video while on tour. So she, in the middle of her concert, sat down on stage with everybody in the audience, said, look at the screen, and played the music video. Like, the world premiere was at the tour unannounced. That's crazy. I was watching the live stream when Taylor Lautner jumped onto the screen. Oh my gosh. I've never heard a scream like that. Ever. Ever. <laughs> Imagine. Like literally like being at your all-time favorite artist's concert, right? Mm-hmm. You're already getting bombarded with the emotions of a brand new music video right before your eyes. Yeah. And then you see her ex-boyfriend in her music video. And then she brings him up on stage. Oh, my gosh. She brought all of the people that were in the music video up on stage. And they gave, like, this big hug. And they've been hanging out. And, like... That's awesome. Taylor Lautner married another Taylor, which I think is amazing. But, yeah, that goes back to So that's when you said that they were dating. You said, like, when were they dating? They were dating circa 2009-ish, whenever Kanye went up. I was like, 2019? I thought he was married. No, no, he was married. Okay, that makes way more sense. Yeah, I literally, that just shows how much I don't know about Taylor's life at all. Yeah. It's like, I was like, oh, I thought he was married, but that makes more sense. Yeah, no, he is. But, and the Taylor that he married is, like, the all-time queen. We call her uh, Auntie Taylor. Because she's married to Uncle Taylor. So, I think Auntie the next Taylor, episode, you're going to have to explain <laughs> the this family, weird tree. family tree. Um, 
Auntie Taylor, there's a picture of her and Taylor Swift when she was really, really young. <laughs> like, really, really young. So she had met Taylor Swift way before she even started dating Ta- Taylor Swift's ex-boyfriend. She already knew her. There is another picture of her wearing a Twilight hoodie before she met her now husband. She is living her dreams. Yeah. She is living her dreams every single day. And I envy her for that. But that is all I have for the Taylor Swift episode. The breakdown for today, because there's so much to get into. There's way too much to get into to fully sit down in just one you know like collective yeah i've episode. Yeah, I, like i already have branches and questions i want to ask but i can't ask questions because we're already like 40 minutes yeah i know that's why i'm like i was running the clock while you were trying to pull up the outro so that yeah. we could get on out of here as if we don't have another episode to record because you're gonna be gone for a month i well yeah yes i'll be gone for tech- three weeks yeah Three Tuesdays. Three Tuesdays. Yeah. Three weeks for me. It's going to suck. I'm going to miss you so much. I know. I'm not what gonna... day is this coming out? Is this coming out the day before your birthday or is this the following? I think it's the following. I think next episode I have to sing you a happy birthday. Yes. The Halloween. Yes. 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 Okay. Noted. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening to Office yes, Talk. So much. If you enjoy what you hear, please give us a like. And those two people on Apple that are listening to us and not subscribe, just subscribe. You oh know you my want goodness! To. You've gotten under Karen's skin. Okay. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Goodbye. I gotta pee, dude.